hey there, folks. This is week two of I'm still not sure how many weeks of bonus episodes featuring the town where I grew up in's police department. So this is the Milford, Ohio Police Department, specifically Officer Dennis and Officer Wilson will be back this week. I don't know how I've broken it up, so I'm just recording this intro before all of that is done. So you may just hear one of them this week or you may hear both of them. I'm not entirely sure yet. And go back and listen to part one if you haven't. We hope you get kind of a sense for what this is going to be. And again, huge gratitude to them for saying yes to me recording all of this. And like I have said in episode one or bonus one of this series, this is going to be a bit disjointed, the audio, and it's not necessarily telling a narrative story top to bottom. And it's definitely not my usual questions. And it's definitely not my usual experience. The audio cuts in and out a little bit. And you'll hear that. And if you listen to the episode before this one, you'll totally be used to it. So thank you folks so much for listening. Enjoy. Okay, my mom cares. She's like, she does. And she's like, there you're a police officer. I'm like, a cop, police officer, same thing. Know, whatever. <laughs> Hi. Say, I don't. This officer Fannin. Hi. We got hired the same time, same date. He has one year um, more on me because he worked for Mount Healthy. Okay. So. She's been talking a lot of shit about you. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's right. So it said. I didn't see anything starting with that. No. And a lot. There's a. But. That's a van, not a sedan. Right. And then, uh, it says 83 Powhatan, though. Yeah. So I guess we can go over that address. I don't think it's happening, How often does that happen? Not very often. Sometimes when Unless people call that's in, though. this LabCorp address is. I don't think so, because this... The front door's on Powhatan, though. Uh, maybe. Like how Kroger's is a Main Street address, but... It's on Lila. Yeah, it's on Lila. Alright. I'll just drive down throughout that neighborhood and go check. Okay. He's dork. He looks young. He is. We're actually both. uh, We're the same age. How old are you guys? Um, I'll be 28 in October. You are a baby. He'll be 28 in uh, August. So we're not too far behind. Yeah. Where'd you go to undergrad? You said after after undergrad you went you went to the That's fine, says 71 to 83. Do what? The sign right there on the side on cemetery says 71 to 83. Oh, okay. You're clear. Um, so I went to uh, Mount St. Joe. Oh, you did? In Delhi. Sure. And I studied criminal justice and then I played college basketball. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah, so... I played with uh, Lauren Hill, which she was the female with the brain tumor. Oh, the one yeah. they did all that fundraising for. Mm-hmm. The, oh. Yep, yep. I played uh, played with her. That's what this this tattoo is, which I will not cover up. I don't care if they tell me to or not. Oh, <laughs> but it's her actual signature that she. And she passed she, away, right? Mm-hmm. She passed away in. Uh, let's see. I graduated in sixteen. So she passed away, I think, in. 15? I think it was it was my junior year and then I went to senior senior year and then she had passed right before that. So and she was playing basketball when it was discovered? Yeah, so she was playing um for uh she was playing out in Indiana Lawrenceburg uh high school and 
as soon as she committed to Mount St. Joe, she started having like issues like dribbling the ball and like stuff wasn't like, you know, and her, her brain wasn't connecting right. There was something up and um, she went and got a bunch of tests done and they said that she had a, a uh, tumor. I can't remember what it's called um, where they can't operate. Inoperable? Um, inoperable. Bless her. Kind of like exactly what I just said. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> you have 67 things in your brain right, right now. Right, exactly. You're so, um, yeah, so it was inoperable, but she still had a certain amount of time to, to enjoy what she loved to do. So she would take certain medicine and stuff, and she was able to play with us. And then we had that Xavier that, at the CentOS. The big game, which yeah. was crazy. It was like 10,000 fans. Oh, that's it was, lovely. It was really cool. And then they still do the fundraiser every year for her, but it's not the same because she's not here. Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was cool. And then right after I spent all that crazy money going to Mount St. Joe, I went and put myself through the police academy and paid all that money. <laughs> and then here I am. I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> making, a, making a minimum seven right. figures mm-hmm. at your, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know, I'm. Almost a millionaire working here, so. <laughs> but at least you get to put your life on the line every day, right? Yeah, right. And, like, have people I scream at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love uh, the traffic stops where people, they throw their license at me. I'm like. Shut up. I'm like, you can get out and pick that up or. Well, you do that. Good for you. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yep. Either get out and pick it up or I will cite you for littering because you just threw it on the ground. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. Good for you. And that is a big a pet peeve of mine. I don't care about people smoking cigarettes whatever do whatever you want but when they fuck them out the window and i'm behind them i don't do you, whoop, whoop. do you get them yeah you get them i just it, i would too it, it's littering it is and i'm right behind you and you know i'm behind uh, you because i know yeah. that you're driving like a snail <laughs> and i know you see me and you're chain smoking and then i had one guy flick it and it flew up and hit my hood of my car and i'm like oh no no sir no no, sir. no. we're gonna go back and pick that up together and then you're gonna get your ticket <laughs> Oh, and you can't go so, because oh, it's a ticket. Uh, yeah. Littering is a ticket. It'll yep, take littering. And there's a lot of signs that are posted around the city of Milford that littering is a $500 fine. Good so, Lord. Not that I want to give it to you, but, you know, if you're going to do it right in front of me. Sorry, boo. Yeah, I've had people empty out their, like, you know, their... Uh, ashtrays? Ashtrays. I've had them empty out, like, McDonald's bags. like Just oh, like... What? Or they just throw it out the window. I'm like... Why? Right. Just because they don't, I guess I don't want them to throw it away in the trash can. <laughs> oh, doesn't it, doesn't it make you like think? I mean, I just think in general because I I consider being a police officer customer service, and like, doesn't it just astound you when you see something that you're like, that just happened? Like people actually do the thing that yeah. I just saw. Like I, it just it amazes me. And my favorite is the like no turn on red. Like we have a down there at five points. All the directions, all five entry, all the places say no turn on red because it's an intersection where you might not be able to see, you know, the next car coming from a different angle. Um, that's also illegal. What they just did? <laughs> We're sitting right there in that, that. In that gore right there. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's not. A, it's not a merge lane. That's a, a turn lane only. So huh. if I wanted to turn at that where they were just blocking that at, you know, they're in the way and they're trying to merge over some merge lane, huh. which I don't usually style for that yeah but that's good to now, know that you're letting some yeah it's, it's neat some to see st- the balance right like gotta, gotta let some stuff go okay. right yeah i, I mean know that though yeah like they did use their turn signal i could stop them for that but i'm not stopping for that. <laughs> you know it's just there's certain things and it's just like now if you're going it's only 25 through the city of milford yeah. now if you're gonna go you know 
20 miles over the speed limit, almost double. Or, you know, I usually get people right at 44, 45, 46 in a 25 zone. And I'm like, what are you doing, you idiots? Right. That and also we have a lot of foot traffic, which a lot of pedestrians like to walk. We have the Dora Cup thing where you can now carry a drink, like an alcoholic drink, around as you walk the streets of Milford. What? Mm-hmm. So did there's start? Um, right before COVID, like the right year, right before that. And people love it. Like, people love it. And I'm like, that's, you know, it's cool. But there's certain boundaries you have to stay in. Like, it'll say no door cups past this point. Okay. So there is certain areas. But, like, all the local bars, you can walk around and get a cup filled up and walk around. And yeah, that's, like, very much like New Orleans. I did not know that that was a thing in Milford. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So they, uh, and we also now ride uh, golf carts. So you're allowed to have golf carts in the city of Milford okay. in a 25 zone. So I did not know that. Yeah. But you can't drive a golf cart and have your door cup. I mean, come on. <laughs> we saw people have tried it before, yeah. so. Like, it's not a car. Right. <laughs> that um, that MedMark place that we passed, is that a treatment for, uh, op- like, okay. drug addiction? Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? It is, yeah. We have two of them in the city of Milford. Milford is a town of 6,000, y'all. I don't know right. the last count, but it's roughly 6,000 oh, yeah. people. To have two treatment centers in a town of 6,000 is overwhelmingly sad. That is a, this is, I'm crushing it on the comedy podcast, folks. I'm sure you all have been laughing, but at least you're learning. Don't, I don't want any emails, no complaints. You're learning. What, what, when did those open? Like, are they in the last, like, five, ten years? Um, probably the last three years they've opened them up. But it's so funny because we're getting ready to have a medical marijuana dispensary put in the city of Milford. Is it so, legal in Ohio? It's not legal unless you have a medical uh, marijuana card. But medical so cards are Medical cards now. are a thing. But it doesn't mean that, say, we stop this car in front of us for whatever it may be. Yeah. And I smell the odor of marijuana. Yeah. And they say, oh, I have a medical card. Oh, well, that's you cool. You be high and drive, though. <laughs> right. And another thing, too, is that medical marijuana, they only give you, it comes in certain things. They don't give you, like, the actual, like, marijuana buds. They give you the, the oils or whatever that you can oh, like, vape with. Um, they only give you a certain amount, too. So if you have all this, like, you know, whole bag full of stuff, <laughs> that's illegal. Like, you can only have a certain amount. And there's a lot of stipulations on it. But it still doesn't mean that we can't search that car. So, and a lot of people don't understand that, that have uh, marijuana cards or medical marijuana cards. Um, they think that just because they're like, here's my card, that means that we don't have the authority or the, the, um, the right to search their vehicle or their person. Um, the odor is the, uh, just the smell, plain view, the, the probable cause. So probable cause would be that... I could smell the odor of marijuana, raw or burnt marijuana coming from the vehicle. They have a medical marijuana card, but a lot of people that have those cards, not a lot of people, I can't say that, but some people that I've ran into and had contact with, they try to cover it up like, here's my medical card, but I have like a kilo in the back of the trunk, a full of heroin. Like that's, that's what people do because they, you know, they're like, oh, it's called throw down weed is what, you know, that's what we call it. Meaning people like call it on the street. No, well, it means what you would think. And I thought that, too. And I'm like, why would you want to throw it out the window? Like, you know, but it's actually, so we have, you know, say we have 10 pounds of marijuana or um, methamphetamine in the back. And we don't want it to be found. So we're like, is there anything in the car? Yeah, you know, I got a little bit of what they call bud marijuana. And they, they give me a little bag like this big. And I'm like, no, there's more. There's something else in here. I can smell it. Like, I can't smell the the hard stuff, but I can smell more marijuana. So... Even if you hand me that and say, yeah, that's all I got, 
it still gives me probable cause to search now because there oh, was does. something illegal in the car. So, uh, you know, not that I'm giving all my secrets away, but yeah, yeah. you learn this stuff on uh, on the job. On the job, but also on um, what is that show that they just? Well, Night Watch. I've started watching like an idiot, like crazy, where they'll follow police officers and they'll follow EMTs and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, I watch that too. I'm yeah. obsessed with that show. Well, you watch it? You work in it, and you'll oh, watch yeah. that show. I go home and I used to watch Live PD all the time. Really? Yeah. You actually learn a lot of stuff, like of different ways officers do stuff, and yeah. Um, I enjoy that. Like even though I'm like, you're meant to. You know, I'm like, job. yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. I know I just got home, but I kind of want to watch <laughs> that. Or the um, another good show to watch is called The Rookie. Oh, it's on Hulu, okay. and it's like he's a rookie, but he's like 40 years old, Aww. and he just started like the whole. Hence the rookie, he just started police work, and he's super old, but they hired him anyways. Aww. And he they they go through all kinds of stuff, and it's based out of um, Los Angeles. Oh, get out of here! The well, police they need people. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're like, you're 62. Well, you got three years. Right, Come exactly. On. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right. So they. Uh, I'll take you down in our tour downtown Milford, which you probably know where it's at. But it's okay. Since you've been to the brewery. But yeah. we haven't been that way yet. <laughs> See, I just drive in circles. Seriously, we've probably been through here a few yeah. times. And so what, uh, so so for the call that we just, like, tried to address, mm-hmm. because we didn't see the car that was reported, how often does that happen where someone's like, oh, there's this suspicious activity, and by the time you get there, it's not there anymore or whatever? Yeah. So that um, happens quite often because a lot of people... You know, the people that call in to 911 say, hey, there's a suspicious guy sitting over here or a girl sitting over here in a car. They've been there for hours, like that call was. Some people make it a little obvious that they're calling us. Like, they'll pull in and they'll, like, drive in circles looking at their plates and, like, trying to give us all the description that they can, which is great for us, but it usually spooks people off. If they're sure. if they're doing something bad, it'll spook them off. Yeah. So, we get those calls a lot, and um, it's called... GOA, which is gone on arrival. So uh, we we arrived there, and there was nobody there that you know that matched the description given. You know, there was three or four other cars there, and there might have been people sitting in them, but we're not going to go you know harass them, <laughs> ask them what they're doing. But you know, I went to the the wrong place, which is right next. Obviously, you saw it was right next door, but there was a gray sedan sitting there matching the description. The vehicle plate was not the same, but. You know, it still gave me enough. To, she could have said pound salt. And I was like, okay, see you. <laughs> bye. See you, bye. But, yeah. But, she, you know, it's... I just wanted to, you know, like I said, we checked on that person. Mm-hmm. She was sitting in her car, and we had a description similar to that car. So, um, but a lot of times they're they're not... They're gone on arrival, which mm-hmm. is a bummer. Because then I just search and look and, and troll the area until I come up with something, especially if it's something good. So, yeah. Yeah. How many, like felonious activities do you see I mean I know we talked about like daytime versus nighttime but like on a shift like this on a Friday does it like ramp up that there's more felonies because it's Friday and people right. are stupid yeah felony Friday no <laughs> um, <laughs> no so we uh, like I told you we ride around which we're actually we don't say the keyword around here which uh, is yeah, quiet, <laughs> but we don't yeah we don't say that but um which I do say that sometimes because I'm really bored and I'm like yeah man it's quiet, quiet. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um usually right around this time like you know between 3 3 30 4 30 and then all the way till about usually about midnight mm-hmm. is calls that they're, they're coming in okay. and that's either people like I said for day shift it's usually auto accidents people rush hour people mm-hmm. leaving work um, or people coming home, getting arguments, or um, it's been hot all day today. So we have a, a apartment that's called Oak Brook, and it is Section Eight housing. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So we can go up there too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and you know, 
there's so many people there that live there that they're such good people and it, it breaks my heart too because they're like you know I'm not bad just because I live here because there are some people there that they do not like us and that's okay but they don't like us and they treat us bad and they teach their kids to treat us bad and that's the stuff that I don't like when I go in there and there's a four-year-old walking in the parking lot with a diaper on and he's going like this with his gun like a hand gun shoot like acting like he's gonna shoot me I'm like that is so wrong. Like, that is parenting right there. Right there. Well, especially because you have a four-year-old in a diaper walking around by himself oh, yeah. over and above the you gotta, <laughs> offensive. Like, yep. You got to be careful, like, backing up. Like, when I pull in there for a call. Come on. You got to be careful backing up. Because there's just kids everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, especially in, it's now summertime. Oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah. So, what were you going to say, though? It's hot up there? What do you mean? When it starts getting super hot out mm-hmm. um, and people are... They start to get irritated because they've been out in the sun all day or they've been drinking all day sure. or smoking all day or whatever they may be doing yeah. but they're doing they're they've been around each other too long the heat really starts getting people like makes them aggressive i don't know why but we have a lot of fights a lot of our calls in the summertime are up at the brook just 712 Pike Street. Um, just near the PD. Do you all get, this is true, and I work in nightlife uh, when I'm in L.A. We always say when there's going to be a full moon, it's like, here we go. Uh-huh. Like, let's, is that real for y'all too? When, when I was on night shift, my sergeant, Sergeant Kevin, he'd always be like, well, it's a full moon out. That means all the crazy people are going to start coming out of the woodwork. I mean, and it's so true. I mean, it's not that people are crazy, but it's just like, it it's chaos. Yeah. I mean, there was one time it was a full moon. And I had, it was me and another officer working night shift because one called in sick. Morning, and 11 information, the dog was taken into the residence. 11, crew. Um, so one, I'm sorry. So, yeah, so one officer had called in sick and the other officer was off on vacation. So it was just two of us. And it was a full moon. And me and the officer were like, oh, okay. this ain't good. <laughs> like something's going to happen out of this. So we're like, let's just like, play defense so we're just like you know taking calls and driving around and just laying low and we start getting our calls and they start coming in like around eight o'clock at night i'm like okay this is all right by like 3 30 in the morning we were still going to calls and we actually both of us had to go out of the city limits to the claremont county jail to take two different people to jail that got into a domestic a physical domestic so they actually couldn't ride together in the back of the car because they're just gonna keep hitting each other, <laughs> each other. yeah so we had to drive them separately and we had to have another um officer from a different department come over and take all of our calls i mean it was just oh, chaos shit. yeah oh, because you guys were yeah. literally going to the jail literally yeah and it's and sometimes it's only like if you know that officer had to take somebody to jail and i'm here by myself like i'm by myself like someone else will come and assist from a different department if a call if a call comes out that mm-hmm. I need another unit, mm-hmm. but it could take them you know five ten minutes to get there, and you never know. But but it's you know as long as we always say it's a good day when the, the city of Milford didn't burn down. So <laughs> when you're in charge, because I've been in charge a few times, and I'm like mm, it's a good day because <laughs> nothing bad happened, and there's you know everybody's still everybody's good, and you know city of Milford is not in flames, so we're good. Now you're wearing, um, I just noticed an arm guard on your left hand oh, side yeah. and I can see a little peak of a tattoo. Is that because of your, you have a sleeve? Yeah. So, um, which if my chief ever listens to this. Oh shit. Be... Never mind. Let's, let's skip no, it. No, no, no. I know. Oh, I want to okay. talk about it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so 
my tattoos are not, they're nothing vulgar. They're literally flowers, a badge, and um, like praying hands up here at the top. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing like, you know, I don't know, whatever those like skeleton looking dudes are with like blood and, you know, daggers. and It's nothing crazy. So I don't know what our chief, what, I don't know what the issue is exactly, but I know he thinks it's more professional not to show them. Mm. But I think it's a good conversation starter. So when somebody doesn't want to talk to us or doesn't like us, then they'd be like, oh, hey, what do you, you know, what kind of tattoos you got? Look at mine. I got some too. And then like talk about it. Or where do you go get your tattoos done at? Mm -hmm. And then you just spark a conversation. It's it's a conversation starter and it kind of makes us likable and and, um, approachable and like approachable and, you know, that. I'm no different than you. You're no different than me. Mm, like, it's an equalizer. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. all that cops got tattoos. All oh, that's cool. Like, oh, I didn't think, you know. Because everybody thinks cops are just like, you know. <laughs> Robots. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're not humans. Yeah. So, like, to see tattoos on a, on a cop or a beard on a cop, they're like, oh, like, that's kind of cool. Mm. And so do you, are you guys not allowed, well, you, <laughs> I'm assuming you can't grow a beard, but are the male officers, right. are they? <laughs> Are they allowed to have a... They're not allowed to have one? Nope. They have to be clean shaved. Um, we do the No, no Shave November um, for... Uh, I think it's the autistic thing in oh, November. Cool. So we do that. October, we do the breast uh, breast cancer, the pink stuff. So do men um, grow boobs during that time? The yes. men have to wear a bra? So, <laughs> most of our men do have boobs. <laughs> no. So they, they were allowed to grow it for some reason in October, too, which... But the females were allowed to paint our fingernails, and we were allowed to put some hair color in our hair. I'm like, no and no. So, <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I'm all set. Right. So, I was actually going to order a beard from uh, Amazon. You absolutely should. You absolutely <laughs> So, this no- this November, I'm literally, I'll be on night shift anyway, so I'm literally going to wear a beard and two of the PD. Yes. <laughs> and be like, I'm ready for my close-up. Like, <laughs> you said we could grow beards. I did. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I don't know. That'd be... I cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. And why don't why don't you want to paint your nails? Um, I'm not into painting my nails. Yeah, you 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 have a farm that'll a farm that'll do and, it. You know, if I get my hands get dirty and whatever, I don't care about that stuff. Like yeah. I used to when I was younger, I used to do the whole fake nail, short nails, and the um all that you know cute stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, I ain't got time. Too busy. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Aw, all these people have been waving. Oh, That's really sweet. He, an elderly gentleman just waved at us as he's sweeping the sidewalk. What a good citizen. Y'all give out those, you, y'all have stickers that say good citizen or any of that? I know, here you have, you've mentioned before the Milford Police Junior Officer, yes. but do you have any, like, as an adult, I want a good citizen sticker. Yeah, you we, got that? No, we don't, but well, we could probably get some bullshit. of those. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we're, okay, well, we're, we're rolling here. up on a... They have a fire department on scene. Now, what was this call? I forget, this is a dog, dog bite? bite. Okay. So I will. I'll stay in the car. See if I can assist. But usually, dog bites. We have to fill out a piece of paper. And, oh, you do. Yeah, because the dog has to be quarantined, and then the uh, um, the the shelter, the um, the SPCA or whatever. SPCA has to be notified so they can come out and see if the dog's been anybody before. So, Shit. um, okay. I'll be we said the Q word, and now here we go. Yep, dog, see, dog. Yep. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Although I'm not sorry because now you get to hear these exciting calls. But, um, oh, this poor little kid is crying. Bless. And who got bit? It might be actually, might be her dog or his dog. I can't see it. It might be their dog. And, oh, but they're in tears. Oh, that's really sad. And, um, we're looking at 
Oh, someone's got the the dog on a leash, and we are looking at people looking very concerned, standing around. It's three gentlemen and one woman, and they are holding back the dog, and oh, but that poor little kid. So Officer Dennis is chatting with the little kid, and now chatting with an older kid. Everybody looks like a child to me right now. And apparently she's walking up to the residence. Oh, now everybody's crying. See, this is the part of being a police officer I couldn't deal with, is all the tears, because I would also start crying. I'd probably become hardened and not eventually cry, but this would be really tough. And when it's someone's pet, it's deeply emotional. And that is sad. All right, I'm going to stop recording for just a, a bit. All right, since I stopped recording, this woman came up to the car. I am in a, obviously in a police vehicle. And she wanted to tell me her story and ask me what she could do with the dog. We're at a dog bite situation. And I just, I was like, oh, sorry, I'm not with the Milford Police Department. I'm just in the car. And she, of course, looked at me a bit confused. And I was like, you can go talk to Officer Dennis. You know, she's, she's going to be who you want to talk to. And the woman just was like, okay, and just handed the dog off to someone else that's standing out here. I totally get it. I totally get it. But I am being stared at by a bunch of civilians who are like, why aren't you doing anything? And I'm like, sorry, I can't. But Officer Dennis and her partner, well, not partner, the other officer that's on right now, they're getting poured on because it's raining. And the logistics of this are um, less than ideal. I feel sorry for them because they had to get statements from I guess the people whose dog it is and now a woman went away in an ambulance and the woman that came up to talk to me was like hey the woman in the ambulance this is her dog we don't know what to do so I guess the dog bite was legitimately not ideal we'll get that update from officer Dennis but the kids that were crying are back at the house where officer Dennis just was trying to get or not trying to getting a statement from them and this poor dog is so sweet and friendly and like trying to jump and say hi and be loved on and um officer dennis trying to get some statements from the people at this business so this must have happened right outside of this business in milford and i think logistically if i were a cop i would just go crazy with the you know you're getting lied to you're trying to get multiple statements from different people Um, and you're trying to figure out what the next steps are that are the safest for everybody involved. And I just, I mean, she has 612 things going on in her brain at one time. She didn't say that. I'm just observing it. It's like she was breaking down the jurisdiction of where we are and what we're doing. And, oh, this call means this. And this, you know, this is what we say when this happens and blah, blah. I just, um, and she's currently getting rained on. Uh, And I just, um, it's a hard job, y'all. It is the ultimate customer service. And also... Like, for a point of comparison, yeah, I have to deal with people being idiots or whatever in customer service the way that I do it, but I don't have to deal with people lying to me necessarily. I mean, they do, but things don't, like, my job doesn't depend on their lying to me. I just get to be sort of objective or lying about me. I mean, I guess my job kind of depends on that, but this is just so, this is a lot of work. Can you hear that rain? It is pouring when she's outside trying to take statements. No thanks. God bless. So the dog bite was actually pretty 
significant. You can see all of our tendons in our <gasps> Oh my so god. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, so so we have to do a animal dog bite form, which so the guy, the owner is extremely upset because he is this is the second dog bite, so he's afraid that we're gonna take his dog, which we don't take his dog. The yeah, animal control takes his dog. So um, what we'll do is we'll fill this out um, and then we'll fax over the report and um, this copy and then animal control will come out and uh, assess it and see if they're going to take it or not. He should be concerned about getting sued by the person or the people that are getting bit, though. I mean, like, not right. that you want a dog to go down, but, like, if your dog can't be controlled around people. Right. Yeah, and, you know, because this form also tells you you have to, like, quarantine him. You're here by order to keep the animal quarantined for a period of time, not less than 10 days after the bite. So the dog cannot, like, go anywhere. It has to go. Quarantine means that the animal has to be pinned, chained, or restricted in such manner as to prevent contact with other persons or animals, which he had it chained up to their front porch out here, and he broke his collar. Ooh. And he came after the lady and that little small dog. I don't know if you saw the little yeah. small dog. That's the owner that got bit, um, which now we have to take that dog to our annex, which is over on Lila. We have a dog pen over there, like an inside-outside thing, yeah. until either the, the owner can come pick it up or... Um, whoever. But the girl that got bit, she wouldn't tell me any of her info. Why? So I don't know who she is. No, I don't know if it's because she's in shock because she was bit. Um, she was kind of acting like she was going in and out of consciousness, but like kind of being dramatic. over dramatic yeah, about sure. it. You know, I need water. Well, you can't have water because you're going to go surgery so as soon as you get to the Bethesda. Sure. Oh, it's like serious. Oh, yeah, it's, it's deep. It? Yeah. Am I going to get sick? Probably. Here we go. <laughs> I hope you had a light lunch. <laughs> I just <laughs> ate like a granola bar because I was like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So it's oh, a. Tendons are out. Yeah. Holy it's bad. That, shit. That's the worst. That's a bad one that I've seen before. Yeah. So I don't know if she's trying to protect her dog or what, but that dog got a good chunk out of her. And I don't know where. I was looking for the skin. I was but just about to say, where is the chunk? I don't know. I said nobody saw it happen. And I was trying to get info from the girl in the squad, and she wasn't answering so me. So wouldn't give you her name, wouldn't give you, like... She wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't any water. That's all she said. So that either first thing comes to my mind, because I'm very, like, proactive, uh -huh. is she got warrants or something, and she doesn't want uh -huh. to be involved, because she sees a police officer. Because officer, police officers usually don't come to squad rounds, which this is obviously different. Yeah. But that's the first thing that people do, is, oh, I ain't giving you my info, and... So it's like, it's for the report and I don't care if you have warrants right now because you're one of the hospital to have surgery. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's, there, that's where we're at right now because I don't have any, but I do have mom's information. Oh, so was she a young girl? Mm, I'd probably say 40s. Oh, really? Yeah. But her mom was with her? No, mom, she said, call my mom so she can take my dog to these people that were standing out here. So what I'll do is I'll try to call her mom like, and see if she wants to take the dog and if I can get some of her daughter's information. So you would be allowed to take information from a resource like a like a parent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can call anybody and say, hey, do you know this person? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, what's her date of birth? And they'll tell me. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Yeah, but, but you can. So All right, I'll turn this off while you're recording. That's fine. It'll take them to um, the sergeant on duty, the, the city phone will ring, and then he'll say, hey, 
She's been called too. <laughs> has he already been briefed on what happened? Or is it no. just the computer? No. So, my thing is, is that obviously he he heard the call come out because we're on. We all had the same radios on on us. Um, but sergeants are different. Some sergeants are very active, and n- not that the one I have now is not. But he is more of a, a laid back sergeant, so he lets you do your own thing. You don't have to really you know tell him what's going on unless it's something serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does a lot of uh, paperwork at the PD. My sergeant on night shift, he would have been here on this call with me to be like, you know, what's going on? Like, what can I help you with? Not to take over the call, but just to see if I needed anything. Sure. So. There's a, there's just different ones, you know. There's there's ones that are getting ready to retire, and then there's ones that you know are still active, active, and really. Uh, I don't even know as far as. Um, so this is just our alert system. This is like where we do our reports at. Okay. Um, what'd she say her name was? And you know the the bad thing is, is this person couldn't not even live in the city of Milford. Oh, so if they don't, what does that mean? That someone else has to take over? Well, okay, so she's in the city of Milford. Okay, I'm trying to think of. So we'll. So you you're pulling up mom's information right now. Yeah, this is mom. I'm trying to see if, if we can go try to make or have Officer Freena make contact with mom if she's at home. It's such a hard. It- So I stopped recording because we were looking up computer information. Officer Dennis had to jump out of the car again and go back to the homeowner's house with the dog that did the bite because the woman that got bit refused to give her information. And we looked at the picture of the bite and it was disgusting. I don't know how much of that I recorded. I don't, I might have to edit this out. But anyway, um, it was a disgusting photo and she refused to tell Officer Dennis any information, which usually i was just informed means there's probably warrants or something out um about her and so you're i mean she thought that it could be also that she was just going in and out of consciousness because that bite was disgusting but it also usually means that the person that is the victim in this case has something going on and it's just having to hold all of this in your brain at any given time i cannot imagine and she said yeah you just this is every day and whilst she was talking to me she was like doing all of this work on a computer and like answering good calls and like being on the radio and blah blah blah. and it's just like I mean the job's not boring even though this is considered she was like sorry this is a boring call and it's like I mean I guess but also I'm watching what she has to deal with and go through and like I'm exhausted I've been doing this for only two hours and I am literally wiped out I I don't have it y'all I don't have it I mean I thought you know like I mentioned I watch night watch I thought this would be fun and cool like as a job not that I could do it I've said repeatedly I couldn't but I am so drained I don't know how they do this for eight hours much less 12s I mean she said yeah they get a handful of days off but like she is underselling how fucking taxing this job is. And we're in Milford, Ohio, y'all. 6,000 people, grand total. Like, we've just been doing laps and stuff. But you're on this, like, weird alert. And again, I'm not even working. I'm here recording like a real jackass. And I'm so tired. It's the having to have your head on a swivel, literally. And also 
taking in, like you heard her say, okay, well, what that dude did was just illegal, but I'm not going to ruin his day to day. But like, and she was like, that's a, you know, littering $500 fine. Like all you have to hold all of the rules in your head. Cause a lot of the stuff isn't super obvious. Like the thing she pointed out, the traffic thing I would, I thought was totally legal. Like being in that middle lane trying to get over. And she was like, no, you're blocking it. And I'm like, that shit's illegal too. But that's the kind of stuff that she's holding into her, in her brain at any given moment. And like straight up, I just had a granola bar that has, it's like, this is the equivalent of a cup of espresso. I, it did nothing. It did not, I could curl up in this seat and take a nap right now, except that my heart is sort of racing because she's still taking statements. And like right now, the optics I have on her, don't I sound like a cop, but she's standing on the front porch getting statements. Her back is completely exposed because she's looking at the dog owner and taking a statement. She's so vulnerable right now. Someone could jump out of that house and be strapped and do something to her. And that's the kind of stuff that I just take for granted that I don't think about on a day-to-day basis. And I am, not that I think it's going to happen, but I would be so scared of just that. And she's trying to focus on getting information from the dog owner. I just, it's too much stuff for me to take a nap. I was trying to get in touch with you, I think. Oh, are you 11? It was like yeah. something to 11 a bunch of times. Let's see, my sergeant called me, so let's see what he. Two stickers for the, yeah. for the little girls. Oh, uh, just two? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess you can. How many? Four is fine. Okay. Four. <laughs> I'll give you four. Hold on. You gotta be smarter than the stickers. Oh, well, shit. Now you get five. So sorry. That's all right. They can share. <laughs> <her>. Okay. <laughs> she just gave them these little stickers that say, Milford Police Junior Officer. This is that Good Samaritan, or Goodwill stuff that she was talking about that she likes more than almost anything else. And... Oh, you should see the smile on this kid's face. She's like, she went, she was the one, one of the ones that was crying before. And she is like squealing. She's so excited. And she's literally putting it on her body right now. So cute. Now, Officer Dennis's phone is ringing. Okay. I think your phone rang, but I'm not sure. It went there. I don't know if that might have been this thing. Is this the chick? This was oh, no. super great. Thank you for doing all of this. I told you, I talk a lot, so. I'm into it. You gave me a lot of material. <laughs> yeah. I put it on Instagram that we were doing this, and people were like, oh, my God, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So do you have, like, a certain, like, car or something like, like, I hear myself talking? Yeah, Maybe I'll later. give you all the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I will edit it down, and it will... I'm going to actually, I want to leave it kind of at the length that it is, though, because it's been, I mean, there isn't much I want to get rid of because I want people to hear. Yeah, but we're just jumping around different. Yeah. I like yeah. randomly tell stories when they come to my mind. So that's like, if you're like, you know, true. tell me something about, you know, how do you answer this question? And I'm like, boy, I got a story for that too. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, let's do one more then. All right. Um, what is the best call you've ever been on? Oh, geez. Hmm. 
Also, is there going to be a place to pee at the annex wherever we're going? Yes. <laughs> um. I don't know, it's kind of hard to narrow it down because there's like a we've talked about before just give those stickers to those little girls i mean mm -hmm. that's cool obviously this call was a bad call because you know his his dog bit somebody you know the family dog bit somebody that is possibly going to be put down um but i still tried to like you know end it on a good note here's some stickers you know if you guys need anything give us a call because you don't want them to feel like they're in trouble even though you know they might be for you know i could probably end up citing them for um the leash law because we have a leash law in the city of milford mm -hmm. but you know it's not really his fault his dog broke the chain on the leash but he should still be attending to that dog if it's outside right. especially if it's aggressive mm -hmm. so um but you know ending it on a good note like that is something that i like to do but as far as the, one of my best calls i mean i just there's probably so many that i I don't really know. I mean, like, even some, like, dangerous ones that I think are fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that kind of stuff, but I don't really. Do you have, like, an example of, like, the best way to, because you've said, like, okay, if cops tell you to, like, just go sit over there and just wait, like, it's obviously best to be compliant. But is there an example of, like, a best interaction or your, in your head, what would be an ideal interaction for a not great situation? Um, as far as like somebody complying, yeah, yeah, are you asking me to tell you a story? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right between the lines, making sure it's almost been 12 hours since okay. I've been working, so I'm long. just you know bringing it all back. Yeah. Um, so there's a time that comes to my mind, but he didn't listen to me, so <laughs> tell me about that. One. Um, well, it was me and another officer, it was me and the officer that's working with me now, mm -hmm. we were by ourselves just two officers that night it was we were on night shift and he was out with people with felony warrants at one of our holiday inn or our, um our hotels and you know i got his female half in my car because i pat her down and searched her put her in my car and we get a call for a man with a gun on main street and i'm like you know i gotta get her out of my car like you you know you take like you're gonna have to put her in your car and i'm gonna have to go alone because he has all these people with felony warrants mm -hmm. Now, I've talked to a couple other officers, and some officers would do it differently. Um, if that was me on the opposite end, and I had people with felony warrants, even though they have felony warrants, the priority call goes from, you have felony warrants, and yeah, that can be dangerous, but you're just going to be going to jail tonight, to, I have an officer going to a guy with a gun that might be shot and killed because they're alone. To me, I would have released those people with felony warrants and followed my partner there. And that's just me, and you know, I'm not saying Fannin is a bad officer for that, but in my mind, that's what I think that I would have done. Sure. And he might have done it differently after the fact, but you know, it's just, thank God the guy didn't have a gun. But when I got there, I was by myself, and you know, the, the description matched him perfectly. He was standing um, on the street corner, and I told him, I, because we knew who he was, he's a frequent flyer around here. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, you know, get your hands out of your pockets. You know, he wouldn't. And I'm like, put your hands on top of your head. You know, turn around, face away from me. And I didn't have any, any gun out, no no taser, no nothing. But I'm giving him, you know, lawful orders. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. I ain't getting on the ground. It's wet. You know, I'm not laying on the ground. Just not listening to any of my orders. Anything that I, I instructed him to do. And that, 
I don't know. That was just like a a kind of scary moment because I'm yeah. like, you know, he's not listening to anything I say. Now what am I going to do? So then he starts to, go, to walk towards me and approach me. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, stop. I'm like, do not approach me. Like, do not come up on me. You know, still trying to give him orders. And he stops. But I'm like, you know, turn around and face away from me. If you don't want to get on the ground, turn around and face away from me. Because I'm not going to just come up to him face to face and put him in handcuffs. Hello. You know, I'm just, I'm like, turn around and face away from me. So at least you know that I'm not, this lady's supposed to meet me here, I think. Um, but so she, so they, she can't, the, I'm sorry, that he cannot see what I'm about to do. Which means I'm going to put him in handcuffs. And he wouldn't turn away from and face away from me. He's like, I ain't putting my back to you. And I'm like, here we go. We're about to go hands-on, and I'm by myself. And I hear cars coming from Terrace Park and from Indian Hill. But they're still, you know, a little bit ways out. And I finally just, because I knew who he was, but you can't take that for granted. Cause, just because you know somebody doesn't mean that they're not going to do something to you. But I just, you know, went up to him, and I just put, put the cuffs on him before he could even, like, because he, he had him on top of his head at least. So I at least pulled one down and then pulled the other one down and cuffed him real fast. And I took him to jail that night for um, aggravated menacing because he, when he told this, the complainant, well, the victim, he said, you know, the victim was a off-duty police officer. He just got off a shift and he still had his uniform on, which he never came down to help me. But anyways, <laughs> um, so he's like, uh, I guess when he got out of his car, the guy that we, that I took to jail, he said, you know, something about police officer or whatever he doesn't like cops and he's like well i'm a cop too you want me to show you and he reaches in his waistband and Ooh. the guy was like he's lucky i didn't shoot him and kill him a hundred percent yeah i'm like so jesus so he said that he didn't see a gun but he um he was acting like he was reaching for a gun which alerted the guy to be like no one there's a guy with a gun like yeah. he's got to have a gun i don't know like he might he, he might, might not, not but but it didn't come out that way. It came out a man with a gun. So that's why I treated that person like that. Like, get on the ground, get on the ground, giving him commands and he's not listening. So I charge him with obstruction. I charge him with obstructing official business because he's not listening to me. He's obstructing me from doing my duty. So, um. Can I jump out of here real quick? Can I go there or do I have uh, to wait? Yes, I forgot all about that. No, that's okay. Um, it's not your fault. I'm, let me just, I'll just back in back here. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> That's going to do it for us for part two of the Milford Police Department ride along. We will see you next week for part three.